As you know, I love hearing stories about women who are stepping out of the anxiety, out of the fears, out of the insecurities, all of those things, and slowly and carefully, two millimeters at a time, moving into the light where they deserve to be and where they are meant to shine. And I call that process being anxiously engaged. But some women are like, Rachel, that's exactly what I want. I want out of the shadows. I want to move forward. I want to take those first steps. I want to go on that journey, but I just don't know how. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And I get asked this question all the time. How do I start? What are the steps? Well, the first thing is, and the most important thing is, when I couldn't figure this out for myself, I went back to school. I studied anxiety. I studied coaching. I studied uh, the scriptures. I studied and studied and studied all kinds of informa uh, information and different materials to figure out those how-to steps. And then I put them into a program that I call Anxiety as a Gift. And there was so much content and so much material that that program takes 16 weeks. It's a four month program. And guess what? It's just the surface. And you think, but Rachel, that's huge. That's overwhelming. I don't, I don't know if I want 16 weeks. Well, the good thing is we do a little tiny bit each week and we do it together throughout the whole journey. And the women who take this class, who take this journey with me, usually have amazing results. And they find those foundation principles. They start practicing them, putting them into their daily life. And they become so much a part of them that it's not a 16-week program. It's a lifelong program. And it's so beautiful to watch. But there are three key points in this program. And these are the same three key principles that I teach so many of my one-on-one -on -one clients. And today I want to share those three things with you. Now, again, these are not the strategies specific to anxiety and turning off your anxiety alarm. But these are overall strategies that I personally believe that every woman needs to be practicing daily in order to move out of anxiety, move out of those shadows and into the light, but also for any woman who just wants to be the best version of her, who wants to bloom, who wants to blossom, who wants to shine in the spotlight. And remember, everybody's spotlight looks different. Some people, it's an actual spotlight. I want to be on a stage. I want the spotlight on me. Other people, it's like, I just want to be able to make a phone call without my anxiety alarm getting triggered. I want to be able to say I'm sorry to my husband or I love you to my teenager. And so keep in mind everybody's spotlight coming out of the shadows and being vulnerable and being courageous, it's going to look different for everybody. But like I said, I've got three things for you today to help you start on those how steps until you're ready to take the anxiety as a gift journey and dig deeper into these topics along with countless other strategies, tools, tips, resources to help you live your life 
anxiously engaged. The first one is gratitude. You've heard me talk about gratitude a lot and I'm going to talk about it a lot more. <laughs> it's something that I can't talk about enough because it is so critical in helping someone move out of those shadows. You see, when we are grateful, it moves us to the source of all goodness, which is the Savior, which is our Heavenly Father. If we want to be closer to the light, to the source of all goodness, well then the bridge is practicing gratitude. I have a quote I share all the time in our gratitude challenge that we have every fall um, with my clients, those who are in the Anxiety is a Gift program. Everybody's heard this quote, and so today I want to share it with you. Um, it's by a woman by the name of Melody Beatty, and it goes like this. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It turns problems into gifts, failures into success, the unexpected into perfect timing, and mistakes into important events. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Can you think of a reason not to practice gratitude if it can do all of that and more? Besides moving you closer to the Savior, into His light where we belong, it helps us be happier and healthier. Honestly, Google the health benefits of daily gratitude. You will be amazed. You will sleep better. You will feel more peace. But through it all, practicing daily gratitude moves you closer into the light, to the source of all goodness. That's the most important part I want you to get out of today's reminder about practicing daily gratitude. The second one I wanted to share with you is about forgiveness. Now forgiveness, we have to be really careful here because a lot of times people think, well, I don't need to repent of anything. I didn't really do anything wrong. The good thing is the repentance process can include forgiveness, but there's also practicing just forgiveness. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Sometimes forgiveness is to help clear the air between you and another person, but sometimes, actually all the time, forgiveness is really for you. Forgiveness is about freeing you from the emotional hurt and pain that has been caused by you or someone else. I have a book by um, Bill Barney. It's called Shine the Light Within. Let me tell you what he says forgiveness is and is not. Because it can get a little bit confusing. He says this, Forgiveness doesn't mean what happened was okay, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the person should still be welcome in your life. Forgiveness just means that you've made peace with the pain and you're ready to let it go. Forgiveness is not something we do for others. It's something we do for ourselves. Not forgiving someone is the equivalent of staying trapped in a jail cell of bitterness serving time for someone else's crime. 
You can choose to dwell on the pain caused by others, or you can choose to forgive and move on. Forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. Gandhi said the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. It takes a strong person to face pain head on, to forgive and to release it. Forgiveness isn't always about others. In fact, it usually has very little to do with the other person. Forgiveness is more about the poison of negative feelings and emotions that you continue to hold inside. To forgive another is the highest, most beautiful form of love. You will find that, a, that you get a sense of peace and happiness in return. Forgiveness is the start of the healing process. Forgiveness does not mean that you condone the action. To withhold forgiveness means you, can, you continue as the victim. When you forgive, you do, do it for yourself, not for the other person. Forgiveness means focusing your energy on the healing, not the action of the other person. Compassion leads to forgiveness. Forgiveness is an act of love towards yourself. Healthy relationships need forgiveness. To be present and available, you need to heal from the hurt of the past and forgive. Forgiveness allows you to move on with your life. Forgiveness lifts anxiety and depression. Forgiveness means restoring yourself to basic goodness and health. Forgiveness can enhance your self-esteem and give you hope. Forgiveness allows you to restore faith in yourself. Forgiveness is a journey and does not mean that you will forget, but you can still forgive. Forgiveness means we give up resentment, revenge, and obsession. Forgiveness allows us the freedom to begin many new and healthy life choices. Forgiveness helps us on a path to serenity. No one benefits from forgiveness than the one who forgives. More, let me read that one again. No one benefits more from forgiveness than the one who forgives. Forgiveness allows us to let go of the past hurts as well as confusion. Forgiveness does not mean you continue a relationship with someone causing you harm. Forgiveness allows you to let go and detach with love. Forgiveness keeps us in the flow of good. Forgiveness is the key to our happiness. Forgiveness helps us make peace with the past. Forgiveness is a gift that one gives another. Forgiveness allows us to fully embrace our future. You see, forgiveness has a lot of benefits. And again, most of them are for you and not the other person. Practicing daily forgiveness will help move you out of those shadows that you may have been living in, hiding in. Forgiveness will help set you free. But here's the most important part. Remember a minute ago I said that gratitude helps move you closer to the source of all goodness and light, which is the Savior? Forgiveness anchors you to the light. It keeps you there. You see, you can't be close to the Savior and be totally filled up in his light if you're holding grudges, if you're hurt and bitter. 
we have to forgive and release and let those go. Again, not for the other person, for you. So when you practice gratitude, you move closer to the Savior. But when you practice forgiveness at the same time, it anchors you close to the Savior so that it's harder to be stray, to be pulled astray. It's harder for the adversary to get to you because your heart and your spirit are open and filled with the light of the Savior. Number three, as you are close to the light and anchored to the light and anchored into that space of goodness, of happiness, of peace, and you're feeling the light of the Savior in you and it is now time to let it shine through you. You see, the third thing is you've got to be doing something that lights you up. That's maybe a gift from the Savior or something that he has helped you to overcome and you're now ready to share that light with others. But we get to spread and share the light. We fill up in it and we let ourselves radiate. I mentioned the anxiety is a gift journey in the beginning of this podcast episode. Not only do I teach you about gratitude and forgiveness, but I teach you about something called the six human needs and how you can meet your own needs and be happy and be filled up any time you want. It feels like being alive. It feels like freedom. It feels like that moment when you're like, yes, I am exactly where I need to be. This is the moment in my life that I've been waiting for. This is my moment. That's the feeling we want you to have often. It means something has touched your heart and you are glowing. It might be something small and simple. It might be something bigger, but you've got to find that thing that lights you up so you can glow, you can radiate, and you can shine Christ's love through you to others. So as we get ready to wrap up this short podcast, I want you to think about light today. Where do you need to apply healing light into your life? Where do you need more light to help light up those shadows so you can step out carefully and slowly and cross that bridge to the Savior? Is it through being more grateful? Is it noticing the little details of your life that are so good and have always been there? You just didn't see them because you weren't practicing gratitude and it felt a little dark. Is it letting go of something from the past, creating space in your heart for more light as you let go of bitterness, hurts, resentment, unfairness? Or maybe it's doing something that lights you up, using your special talents the light that Christ has given you to shine and radiate for others. And maybe it's all three. Where do you need more healing light in your life? And what can you do today that's two millimeters in size 
to shine the light into your life a little bit more. If you have an experience where you do one of these things or a combination of these things and you start noticing the light getting a little brighter in your life, will you reach out and tell me? I really want to hear about it. In the meantime, I want to wish you all an anxiety-free and gratitude-filled day. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Anxiously Engaged Podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of the Anxiously Engaged Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Curfew. But if we haven't met yet, I'm a wife, a mother, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a certified coach specializing in anxiety and helping individuals live their life even more anxiously engaged. You might be thinking, what does that mean? Being anxiously engaged is quite the opposite of being anxious. It's about stepping out of anxiety, out of your fears, and out of the shadows of your life and moving carefully into the light where you get to really shine as you live your life filled with passion, excitement, and energy. Welcome to the show.